you just learned how to view someone's profile on Instagram. Yes. And you said, I don't usually do anything complicated like this. <laughs> how did how, <laughs> how did you how did you find figuring it out? Was it okay? You you really helps you know, you helped me a lot. I appreciate it. Okay, well, um, and also you downloaded Skype just for this. I know. Uh, I'm really proud of you. Thanks. I'm excited. Okay. Well, thanks, Mom. All right. So um, we are going to be talking about Gabriella today. Mm -hmm. I just sent you her profile. And what did you say about it? There was a certain word Um, you said. Dramatic. You said, yeah. The photos. Yeah. Intense, which I thought was intense. I did. Intense and dramatic. The photos. That's what made me think. Yeah. Yeah, um, I loved one of the things that you said. Do you remember about like it not being like regular vintage photos? Oh yeah, I said they're not just ordinary like little cutesy vintage, you know, photos. Mm-hmm. That's probably what I was expecting. A little bit, honestly, when you said vintage photographs, yeah. it's probably what I had in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I actually that was a really good point because I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah. yeah, usually girls that are, like, posting pictures of themselves on Instagram wearing vintage, it's, like, these cute, like, rosebud, like, yeah, yeah it's always, like, and they're also dressed, like, like, if it's a 1960s dress, they're then dressed like the 1960s, uh-huh. um, right. but then in her pictures, they're just really cool pieces, um Mm -hmm. which I like because she's like she says she always incorporates um she's like updating it she's like taking something old and bringing it into the new yes um which is actually better you know because it gives it a new life you know Mm -hmm. and she's really passionate about upcycling and that's one of the reasons I thought talking to you would be cool because um you really taught me to love like thrifting and vintage Mm um oh gosh I need to shave mom so anyways mom how many episodes have you listened to so far? One. One. Which one? I'm thinking the first one, but I've been thinking about listening to more. I was going to ask you to send me the link so I could just tap it and just You were considering be listening to another episode. <laughs> Not considering, planning. <laughs> hey, Mom, remember when you told me about the Oprah Super Soul Sunday podcast? Like, yeah. you discovered yeah. it? Uh-huh. It is really good, but you didn't come up with it. Um, is there any any other things that you've discovered that are in the public knowledge you want to recommend to everybody? <laughs> like I, Alicia Keys? <laughs> You're like, oh my Alicia. gosh, she is amazing. I, I, yeah, <laughs> you make making fun of me. Oh. I am. <laughs> um, but that's okay um, because the joy is still just as great. Just because I'm behind doesn't mean I'm still not, you know. Yeah. enjoying it so it's yeah. okay it, it's totally okay okay well mom um thank you so much for helping me <laughs> introduce this episode i'm so glad i need to go me. watch an alicia keys video <laughs> okay Sorry. and tell me when you find out who bruno mars is okay oh yeah okay i'll okay. check it out all right i love you love you too bye all right bye, bye. bye. I need you to hang up. <laughs> Welcome to an episode on home winning. Okay, 
Hi. Hi. Thank you for letting me into your house. Oh my god, I'm happy you're here. And then taking care of me and giving me water. No, you had a hard day. It was a long day. So <laughs> no, I, I'm so sorry. It's Aww. all good. Um, this is the day, guys, that I worked 11 hours because, sorry, another pet death, but her dog died. Stop <laughs> with these pet deaths. I really will cry. I just told you. I'm to. sorry, you're a new cat mom. I'm and so... I'm like... So I'm not doing, yeah, so we're doing great. I'm happy to be here. Okay. I really am. Like this is, if I wasn't here right now, I'd be like real sad. No pressure. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay, we're kicking off episode six. Okay, how are you? I'm good. I'm happy. We've been trying to get together for how long now? It's Uh, been too long. Since the beginning of the... It had to be something crazy for us to be like, yes, we're doing it today, yes. and I'm moving in a couple <laughs> days, but I was like, nope, this is going to work. We decided today that it was happening. Yep. Because you were like, are you actually coming? Okay, do you remember when I DM'd you before the podcast? Yes, you were like, I promise this is a real thing. And yeah. Was like, and you were yeah, like, sure, no problem. And you said, even if it's not a real thing, I'll do it. Like, remember, really? I was like, is that what well, I, said? I was trying to, I was trying to hype myself up. I think I even mentioned that author. And I was trying to, I was like, this is legit. These are some (laughs) people. And you were like, even if it's not like legit, I still want to do it. Honestly, it's the only way I've gotten business is from people being like, yeah, you'll do. Yeah. (laughs) It's like really happy for me to like when people are starting something. Yeah. I'm like, let's try it once. And usually like those are the people I get closest with. And those are the people that I want to keep coming back for. Yeah. I'd say rarely has it happened where we like commit to something. I show up, they show up and it's like fallen flat. There's not really been that. When for it, me. So, like, you mean, like, when people are first starting out? Yeah. Like, because you, you collaborate. And yeah. you try to, like, say, okay, I have this skill. You have that skill. Let's try to do something together. Yeah. And I've never really had a moment where I was like, that was a complete loss. Ever. That's amazing. Yeah. So, it's like, when you reached out, I was like, oh, my God. Somebody <laughs> wants to talk to me enough to put me on, like, something that can be recorded and kept. Yeah. Which I already don't like my voice, so I'm sorry for everyone listening. But, no, like, I, I don't. I, I have to listen to mine. And it's, I called my little sister after. It makes your skin, like, itchy because you're mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. That's not how I sound. I yeah. swear. But... I sound really sexy and <gasps> Ooh, smart. <yeah. laughs> no. And then I listen back and I say, like and um, I love that and literally listen I we have to have some crutch and if it's like and totally and literally and like those cute words is yeah. better than like um and but and like, you know it's, like, it's better I, it sh- I should rename it as like literally I love that stop <laughs> kind of cute i know maybe hashtag yeah like literally i like honestly might do that because i i say i mean now y'all are gonna hear it but is there um okay it's gabriella it is okay cool gabriella and last name arenas arenas you need that yeah okay i i mean i i might (laughs) um my dad says it prettier than i do wait so is that gabriella arenas like who and what are you? That makes, you sound you. That that is the name of a famous person. I really hope so. You're destined for I, great things. Wow, thank you. You are. If anything, your name. Wow. Right. Thank you so. I mean, I hope so. And it also looks pretty. Thank you. All together. I'm like so. I love, love, love Christopher. Um, but I'm really bad at cursive F's, and his last name's Freeman. Ooh. And I'm like, how do I even? No. 
Wait. you know, for when I'm a real housewife of Atlanta. Yes. Oh I don't know how I'm going to sign here. autographs. Well, no, here, here, okay, here's what I've decided. Because I'm iffy of, I don't know, like giving up your last name and stuff. I don't. It's mm. a hard topic for it's me. A, it's a hard topic. I don't want to talk about it. Thing, there. But you have a professional. Here's my thing. You have a professional life. This is how Judy Dench did it. So <laughs> this is how I will do it as well. For Judy. <laughs> obviously, she had a career before. Right. So she was Judy Dench. And she couldn't change it. That's what I got to do. I just got to get you, so boss ass bitch, bitch that it's sorry. I'm like, yeah, can't say like that. not. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, uh, one of my favorite moments in interviews now, because, you know, when like big, like fancy interviews, they're like, oh, can I swear? And then the person's always like, yeah, of course. Fuck yeah. And then now people also say that to me. And I'm and like, like, that's what people say in other podcasts. So that makes me feel cool. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, say whatever you want. Cool. So I'm in your bedroom yes. on your bed. Yes. And it's beautiful. Thank you. The cat's gone now. What's your cat's yes. name? Again? Her name is Tokyo. Aww. Tokyo. <laughs> I love her more than anything. And Tokyo was like real chill. And then we pulled out the mic. And then she was like... Watch me dance. <laughs> I have never seen her do that. I was, really, yeah. I mean, like she she will have moments of like crazy, but yeah. I mean, usually not when somebody else is around. She usually yeah. like just looks at you, sniffs you, and runs away, and then that's that. But she wanted to maybe she show just you felt something comfortable around me. That's it. That's it. I love it. You're a Cancer, right? I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a Pisces fellow okay. water sign. Okay. Yeah. I don't so know anything like, about these. No worries. That's but all the, we're gonna say. About but that. she's comfortable around. She's yeah. water signs. Same energy. Okay. Well, thank goodness. For she's that. a Leo, so that's like fire. That so, makes sense. I mean, it, but I mean, opposites attract, so it's fine. That makes sense why y'all get along so well. I guess so. Okay. We're supposed to not, but anyway. Okay, cool. Sorry, you're going to be the editor. I'm just kind of like... Sure, Rebecca, this is my room. We're just redirecting. Okay, <laughs> my sorry. Room. My, um, oh, my thoughts are everywhere. Okay, we're in your room. You're moving. I am. You've got all of your beautiful vintage pieces around you. Thank you. Okay, so actually, I'm for real. I did message you about the podcast. Right. But I also messaged you before that, just as a random fan message, before the podcast was happening. No, it's fine. Oh my god, I'm so no, sorry. No, 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 no. You messaged back and you were so nice. I'm I, glad. No, uh, <laughs> I hope I'm not terrible. No, no, People no. are sweet. But I um I think it was a collaboration with Joelle mm-hmm. on something. Mm-hmm. And um I messaged you and I was like, You're a vintage stylist. What the heck is that? Yes. Yeah. I remember you. You were like, I don't even know that was a thing, but that's, that's cool. great. Yeah. And then literally when I started thinking about the podcast, I was like, and then I can talk to people about <laughs> things. And then I was like, and then I thought of you and I was like, and I can get to the bottom of, of what it is. What it why. is. Um, yeah. I haven't realized what a big nerd I am about. I like, I don't even listen to music as much. I just listen to interviews. Because it doesn't even matter who you it like is. You like to dig. You like information. I do. And I like people. So, That's good. So it's not like, we don't need to dive in like what a vintage stylist is. But okay. I don't mind. When did you start loving vintage? Was it thrift? Yes. It, wh- so it started as thrifting for me. Was um, Goodwill your gateway drug? Listen, I have this special little place. I can't reveal my secrets too much. But. That makes sense. Yeah. I have um, a couple spots that when, I mean, recession hit and my family definitely took a toll. Okay. Um, but like we had health, we had fun, we had all those good things. So like if money had to be the thing that was gone, so be it. Mm-hmm. It actually forced me into a place of like 
okay, how can I make something work with a few like pennies? Mm -hmm. So I would just go from thrift store to thrift store and then like back to school shopping um, became more of like a costume thing for me. Mm. And like it, it's one of those things that, oh, sorry, I've got roommates coming back. Um, It's one of those things where looking back, it's like embarrassing, but like a sweet, endearing embarrassing. It's like, okay. I had like a little bit to work with and yeah. I tried my best and I was always like a total showboat so I would like have days of the week that I'd be like this is my lawyer day and I like found this thrifted suit like that a lawyer's daughter would wear and I put yeah. it on and I changed my backpack to like a briefcase and I would like walk through the sixth grade halls oh my god like it was those types of things that you look back and you're like no 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 don't do that no 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 but no. at the same time you're like okay that was you like you were changing like that's like what you loved yeah. so or like one time I stole this dancer she was an amazing dancer at our high school um she was the same size shoe as I was and she had like three or four old pairs of dingy nasty ballet point shoes so okay. I was like can I grab those one day and I grabbed them and I went and thrifted like a ballerina outfit and wore head to toe with point shoes to school in ninth grade old enough to know better yeah like way old enough to know better hair in a bun full-on like poser um like all of that so So it was like a costume because you've also talked about wanting to do like tv and film yes okay okay (laughs) so you were wearing I was wearing too much it was always too much but then I learned that um like in college I started it was still in a place of like I have to thrift to look what I like to look like mm-hmm. and I really didn't have the capability of when I was younger limited to out of the question and then yeah. Abercrombie and our fossil out of, out of the question yeah so they didn't it just wasn't something I could do American Eagle all that stuff I couldn't afford like 30 to 40 bucks for like something that said Hollister and then an, an under tank top that like pulled out over yes. your like flare jeans yes. like it just didn't look right on my body type it wasn't cool for me mm-hmm. and I couldn't afford it so I was just like we got to make do with what we got. Um, so were you comfortable? Were you comfortable with all eyes on you? Like, because yes. that got attention. So I was in musical theater. So when you, like, start talking <laughs> about your theater days, yeah. like, I, from age, like, probably seven, like, I started auditioning for the Fox Theater, and I was in there, like, oh, wow. ensemble, children ensembles, like, and it was my life uh, mm. all the way through, like, high school. I went to um, an all-women's conservatory, like, for musical theater um, at Bernal University. They had this little musical theater program. Oh, wow. At Gainesville. It was, you know, something. Um, mm-hmm. There were some really great, talented people that came out of that. I just couldn't really get my feet there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm an alto. And so just, you know, and I'm a curvy girl. Mm-hmm. And those things don't always read on stage. So at the time, I was like, this won't work. But now looking back, I was like, oh, what a silly thought. You should have just gone for it. Gone and, for it, yeah. Yeah, but musical theater, I was okay with the spotlight. Like, okay. totally fine with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I re- Okay, so Enjoyed kind it. of <laughs> a little bit opposite. Um, I don't know. I don't know whether you're getting on me or whatever, but in high school, kind of the looks of how other girls would be doing their makeup, which I, I'm from Jackson, Tennessee. Okay. Home <laughs> of the Tennessee beauty pageant. One of the most competitive beauty pageants in the United States. Um, And so girls doing, like, the boobs. Not Mm -hmm. even, like, not, like, tacky, but kind of. But the makeup is really heavily done. And all the girls are, like, toned, but Mm -hmm. also booby. And I'm just not. And so if you put me in the clothes (laughs) everyone was wearing, and if you did my makeup, like, they did it, I, like, I looked worse so then I was like, oh, I must be ugly. Because if you do right. if you do pretty girl things to my face, I'm doing air quotes, I look bad. 
Right. When actually I felt more comfortable. And then I I didn't want to dress like they dressed. Right. But then if I dressed in a beret or whatever, then people were like, hey. Everybody would notice me. And I didn't want to be noticed. <gasps> See, I was always like, let me be the middle that's amazing mm. I, that was i mean there's a lot of humbling moments yeah <laughs> that teach you like maybe not all maybe the time maybe a young lawyer sometimes. in sixth grade yeah and then oh I, I walked to school one time on the week before christmas break yeah and i had a christmas tree topper in my hair and my mom braided the christmas tree topper into my hair and put a battery system on me no and so she was like in it too she was like okay. you crazy ass so but then she'd be like okay come here so like, yeah i went in with a polka dot like poofy dress was and i had just a, a topper. tuesday was this a themed it day? was like a, a random like no it was not a themed day it was the day before christmas break let out so it wasn't even like nobody was doing anything it was just mm-hmm. like happy holidays everyone <laughs> enjoy your family <laughs> and then yeah here's Gabriella. right so i walk in this is like eighth grade very confident in eighth grade first girl to have titties so i was like yeah, yeah this here is, we are this is it um yeah went downhill beat, from there they I went they dropped <laughs> no it's funny how like perception changes over the years i'm like yeah what a stupid way to think but um <laughs> yeah they uh I walked in late. I didn't catch the bus because I was putting the yeah. ornaments in my ears. And then um, I walked in late, and the front desk lady literally, like, ran out of her her office mm-hmm. and looked at me. She was like, honey. She was like, I'm going to take the wart out of my pocket and put it on my nose. And she was like, you cannot come in here like that. It is just too distracting. And, like, made me no. take. And I sat there crying. <laughs> and oh. I took, like, 300 bobby pins out of my, my Christmas tree topper and my mom was like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Like, I remember just being wrecked. So I just had a red dress on the rest of the day, and she was like, you can do the red dress, but you cannot have a battery system light on top of no. your head. And I was like, you don't understand, like, creative freedom. No. <laughs> was it because you would be distracting? Yeah, and I was like, for what? I thought at first she was saying because, like, you'll be in, they'll make fun of you or something. I mean, maybe she was trying on some level, but she just, you know. Was like, no. She said no. Was that, no, is that, that like some kind of, like, formative scarring experience? I've been proving myself ever since. Yeah. <laughs> no. I just, I think I didn't realize that it was seen as so bad to be that loud. Mm. And, like, that was a day that I was like, yeah, it's definitely not what people are comfortable with all the mm-hmm. time. And so I think it reflects in how I style. Like, even my day-to-day clothing is pretty – it teeters on tacky versus, like, comfy. Like, it's, mm-hmm. like, always somewhere in between those two things. And mm-hmm. I love it. Um, but, like, when I style for people, I want them to be noticed. And I love yes. that there's, like, these loud components and these mixtures of patterns. And all of that's important to me because I feel like it gives other people's tiny ideas that they can mm-hmm. like put into their wardrobe. They could be like, oh, all right, so I can't wear 40 different things all at once because I get that. Even in, even mm-hmm. the stuff that I style, I'm like, well, I couldn't really wear that through the day easily. Like mm-hmm. it wouldn't be easy for me to walk around in. Function. Functionally, yeah. But I, I can see how I can pair this with this now and play it to my daily. Yes. And I want that to be like what people pick up and they can use fun things that make them feel excited mm-hmm. throughout their day even though they don't have to like stand there in editorial so so what is like an example of like fun things throughout their day 
So for instance, um, I feel like people are really afraid to mix patterns where I'm like, let's throw patterns right on top of each yeah. other. Or if like layering, like if they, um, you know, if they're like, oh, only one big thing per accessory item, mm -hmm. like either a big earring or in a small necklace or a mm -hmm. big necklace in a small earring. And I'm like, big hair, big lips, big earrings, big necklace. Go big, like, go. I'm like, I'm like, big. Because it's like, wait, if one of these is good, all, all of, of them, them are good. All yeah. of them are even better. Yeah, and I always go back to teetering on tacky. I love to play around with, because the people who play around with that idea and concept enough are usually the ones who create new something. Because we always so true. Yeah. And the hard part is we always move back in fashion and we like revamp it a little bit. And I love vintage so much, but what I try really hard to do is make sure that something is forward. Mm -hmm. So even though I go back, I always try to look at the full look and mm -hmm. be like, okay, what here is something that hasn't been done before? Yes. Like, what am I doing to make it push fashion instead of try to like live in the past only? Because you're not doing just a, like a cost. Because that's one of the things is I love mm -hmm. vintage, but I've kind of noticed what was it no I mean like I have some maybe not like pure vintage but like some stuff from like Goodwill that I've picked up that are like older yeah. and then um I love doing I have this love for any like 60s lingerie nightwear. yes not like beautiful not it's like beautiful. stuff that you can put in but then realizing if I'm wearing all of it then all of a sudden I just look like a little sexy house yes yeah but then if I can pair it with something else like like a black romper with the kimono over it then all of a sudden i'm like modern this is, fun this is modern this is this is contemporary yes. okay so how did did your dressing <clears throat> go into college like that when you're in the musical theater program so college was the point so i've i've always been a broke girl like yeah that's like kind of a part of my identity and <laughs> like you'll hear me say it a lot and I used to be embarrassed of it, but now I wear it as like almost like this badge of like pride and honor. Like, yeah, like I've had to make it work. And, and look how much you've you've made. I'm trying, yeah. you know, and I still I I'm not good at budgeting. I live outside my means, but mm -hmm. I do it because I love pretty things. Like yeah. I love fun things. Um, and so I in college was the time that I noticed people were asking me where I got my stuff. Mm. People didn't care where I got my lawyer suit. That was too weird for them. But yeah. in, in college, I figured out how to incorporate it into my wardrobe mm -hmm. without like, you know, people could visualize themselves in what I was getting okay. at that point in that time. makes a lot of sense. And so there's a big difference between selling vintage and dressing people for photo shoots in vintage. Yeah. Because one, people love and they can dream up, but the other one, they're like, well, how do I incorporate it? Yeah. And so I try to do both things, especially for curve women. Like, mm. I um, I have curves, and I don't see a lot of people dressing vintage, like, curve model. And yeah. I, I just love it. So, yeah, I think that's when I started hearing people say, like, more, where did you get that? How do you find those things? What mm -hmm. do you do when you go into a vintage shop or mm -hmm. a thrift store? And that was when I was like, oh my gosh, people are interested. Mm -hmm. So that kind of flipped the switch for me. And I was like, now this matters. Like I either want to make money off of it mm -hmm. or I just want this to be like my everyday. Yeah. And help people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what was, when did you start thinking that this is something you wanted to pursue? Because it is something <clears throat> that you are actively yeah, pursuing. I am. Um, so that all changed with Coco and Misha. I okay. love that shop. Yeah. It is like what kind of gave me my baby legs in Atlanta. Um, Melissa Gallagher, I love you so much. Um, yeah, but so she kind of took me under her wing and let me work in her shop. Um, and I at least got to 
visualize and see these women's bodies, all mm. shapes, sizes, everything. Mm. And I knew exactly which pieces would fit. And so that was like my little superpower. That's like, that's such a superpower. It is. Yes. Mm -hmm. I can like size you up and I'm like, okay, I know what to do. Because I'd never want a model to come in that day and feel like their stylist didn't do the research and their mm. stylist didn't have their body type in mind. Mm -hmm. Like, because even though you can give me measurements, I'm like, yes, I see that those are numbers that match the number of the, these pants or the skirt or this top. However, you are, you know, this shape, not that one. So it wouldn't work. And yeah. I know how to play those those parts. So just from being like an, and listening to people's stories and seeing their body type and dressing them to feel comfortable and excited to walk out in whatever I put into their wardrobe that day, yeah. that was inspiring to me. So yes. I did that and I was like, you know, retail's great. I need insurance though. And so we split ways just because of that. And that's why yeah. I'm working my nine to five. However, it's what started me. And I met this girl um, who would work with Coco and Misha every now and again and take pictures for them. Her name's Mariana. And she is an actress in Atlanta. I don't know if you know her, Mariana Novak. She's amazing. I don't think so. But she kind of gave me permission to style for her. Because okay. she's like, her gift is like matching people up and setting them on their way. Like mm -hmm. trying to ignite something new and pushing them forward in a new direction. I love that. Yeah. And so she's really good at like making people come together and trying new things. So she's a photographer. She was like, I'm doing this styling thing for this girl at work. Please, will you style? And I was like, no, 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 I, po I couldn't possibly. Like, that's another girl. My, sorry. My, no, no, okay. you're good. Keep going. <laughs> I'm not used to mics. Um, so I was like, that's I'm another girl in the shop. Like, that's not me. And she was like, who told you to say no? Mm. And ever since then, I was like, wow, you're right. Yeah. I'm underselling. Mm -hmm. And I can do this. And so I said yes to that one gig. And um, yeah, her Instagram is at it's Mariana Novak. Um, okay. I'll send you her information. She's amazing. Yeah. And so... So she just said yes, and I finally said yes, and that was like the first thing. And then Joelle saw what I did there and was like, we can play. Mm -hmm. She was like, let's play. So I did something with her, and then step by step, these amazing photographers, like Joelle has totally lifted me to a place that I was like, I, I can't even imagine, or years. It would have taken me years to yeah. get there. And so it's like these like really humbling moments of like, this woman had to say yes to me and trust me enough to like try something yeah and so that's why like when you reached out I was like of course I'll say yes like I don't care where you're from what you're doing if you're mm -hmm. trying and you're coming after an 11 hour shift yeah to my house and you have to go home and probably have all these other responsibilities it's it's gonna happen we're yeah. gonna make it happen yeah Thanks. so those are things that I'm excited about yeah mm -hmm. that's so cool okay so gosh you gave me so many things one thing that I kind of want to circle back to. Do you have a specific, so this is on a much smaller scale. Sure. But I was working at a uniform store for kids in school, cute. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like, but um, the it's system really was, yeah, I know. <laughs> the system was really hard to understand. And um, I got to help families find uniforms, which is honestly one of the most stressful parts of going back to school, mm -hmm. to go to private schools. And there was one girl that I like outfitted her for the whole year. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna like cry just thinking about this. And I knew her mother had passed away mm -hmm. recently, but I'd kind of forgotten about it. Mm -hmm. And I did the whole, she was like going into eighth grade, awkward girl. Right. And at the end, her dad came up to me and he said, this was always her mom's job. And the fact that you stepped in and you did all of this, like, and he Stop. goes, I'm the dad. I don't know what to do. Even if he wants to. Like, yeah, and really. he just didn't know. And so I, it was like a little, I was just a little 18 year old, just whatever. But the fact that, Clothes are so personal, and the oh. fact 
the fa- it isn't it? They are so personal, and they change your entire like your mental state. Yeah. They can completely change you. Yeah. yeah, and it's not like you need to be changed, but sometimes you need a pep in your step, and like that little girl needed you at that yeah. moment in time. And yeah. Have you? Uh, what are some like experiences? Because I'm because I know with um feels like vintage for any girl that isn't a size. Two? Right. Zero is, or two, two or four. It's like it's unattainable or something. Because right. I've had issues. Like, I've been in costume rooms for musicals and stuff. And they're like, oh, you can't fit into. And I'm I'm smaller than most girls. Right. And I've been given, like, moo-moos. And they're like, well, this, this, will do. <laughs> this is all we have for you. And then I think, okay, if you're... Yep. If you're making me feel like surely there's something. Right. So what are have you had any experiences with maybe girls that didn't think they could ever find? So my favorite thing at Coco and Misha was jeans. Yeah. Cuz I can thrift a pair of curve or plus size jeans. I love and it. I know it's great and I know exactly what body type it's for. And so um, I had this one woman who came in and she just looked tired and sad. And like, I was like, it's okay. And I let her just like roam the shop a little bit because sometimes people don't want you up their ass. So, so I was true. like, yeah, just be. And then she looked at me and she was like, I need something to buy. <laughs> I, like, I was like, yeah, this is exactly why I'm here. And so I went and I grabbed these jeans that I knew would fit her perfectly. And I looked at her and I was like, these. And she was like, please don't make me put on jeans. I hate jeans. They make me miserable. There will never be a pair of jeans, especially vintage, that I don't like. And, of course, puts them on. It's a perfect match. Aww. She looked at me and was like, wow, that is a, a true super – she she said superpower. And ever since then, I was like, really? Like, yeah, don't that is such a superpower. Right, so I love that. And um, the girls in the shop were all really good at it. But I, I felt like specifically for women who have, mm-hmm. like, you know, anything over than like a two, it's yeah. just hard. It's yeah. hard. Dimensions and proportions, they're hard. And so she um, came back a couple months later and I recognized her and I was like, hello. And she was in the jeans that I put her in. Wow. And she was like, do you have another like this? And sure enough, I did. And I pulled him and she was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. So those moments for me are just stars in my mind and I those are like why I do what I do because Mm -hmm. you don't have a lot of like people who know exactly what will look good on you no or you've been like you know it's you're comfortable in your wardrobe but you're like I'm so comfortable that I'm no longer excited to dress myself I'm no no longer excited to go out to an event because it's stressful for me Mm -hmm. to look a way that I feel Mm -hmm. and want to present myself so it's like I love to revamp and like help people with that kind of stuff yeah that's fun for me Mm -hmm. that's so cool so um yeah because I think also sometimes when I've gone shopping for people or with people is it's not even I'm so sorry her cat Tokyo is trying to break in she's trying to come in oh my god should I let her just you just let her in I think you're more worried about I'm so sorry you're more worried about her being in here than I am I am I don't want her to like no, she the cats can't talk. No, but she can like play and run and jump and like she like jumps off of things on. No, the, the mic. Well, I mean, if she knocks something over, <clears throat> then it's she'll pay for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. Thank you, though. I I think she is too. Here, hold for me. She's yeah. a good one. I got you. Thank you. Okay. I think so too. Okay. Um, cool. But <clears throat> that's such an amazing. Okay, so the superpower, because that is a straight up. Because like I see, because I think all all people kind of have maybe have some kind of body dysmorphia unless you're in and out of so I'll look at things and I'm like oh that's a perfect fit right and then it's way too small 
where you're I'm like, like, and I hate myself. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's exactly. so easy to go there. It's I know. so easy. We're triggered. And yeah, I know. And mm-hmm. then it's, and so I think it's gonna fit or not fit, and then I'm completely wrong. Did you spend a lot of time having to figure out what would look good on people? I maybe it's like you have a visual. I do. I have. I have. It's something in me that I just because I've gone through different fluctuations of weight Mm -hmm. um and I've always been like my body naturally looks like you know fit and right at a certain point and then Mm -hmm. it looks like really curvy and like pretty at different it's just it lives and it fluctuates and I've been through lots of different things okay so I feel like I've known how to dress from that like one stage to the next and um I find that people when they come in I'm like, oh, that was me in ninth grade. What would I wear in ninth grade? Okay, And so yeah. like, I can do that quickly. Or it's like, oh, that's me in two years. What would I do in two years? Like, mm-hmm. And I, I've had that like fluctuation with myself. Mm-hmm. And I've had to just each step of the way. Like sometimes I was negative to myself. But recently I've been able to be like, okay, literally cannot do this anymore. It's no. so taxing emotionally. Like you just have to be okay. And, mm-hmm. and I want to make other people feel okay and mm-hmm. good and great and happy. Like those things all take time though. Because when everyone tells you you like have to be this or you have to be that, it's hard. So it's um, something that I can just see. Um, I don't know. You've lived it. I've lived that it. That makes so much sense. Because, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. That if you were always at whatever, if your brain goes like, "This is the weight I'd want to be at," or whatever. Right. Because at different ages, we think different things. Right. Our different ideals are different. Hey, boo! Tokyo is coming for us, and um, you would have never. That's I. I just find that so interesting that like you didn't grow up with a lot of cash. Right. Like you know, what if like y'all had uh, so much money that probably would just mean you would have gotten my Yeah. (laughs) But you would have you would have gotten really good at like buying designer designer stuff. Maybe. You know. You never know. Well, I mean, yeah. And then if you had always had this, because I have some friends that just have these hyper fast metabolisms. Right. And she just eats everything, and she's different people. Is a model. Right. Um, is a model. <laughs> like, Those people go straight into modeling. Yeah. yeah. Then um, it's it, it's it, yeah the things that maybe at one point we were like this makes our life more not difficult. No, at the time this is the at thing. the time at the time it feels difficult, and at the time you're like I am. Um, my worst self and it's just you beat yourself up so much so I've been there and you yeah. go through ebbs and flows of confidence and like peaks and valleys right and yeah I mean I, I again that's the other thing you have to overcome is like I hated myself then and mm-hmm. that's like that was a time in my life that I had to learn those lessons it's yeah. like you can't beat yourself up about beating yourself up yeah. like otherwise you're just sitting there like chastising something that was formative for yeah. you yeah and, I, I actually I wrote I wrote a poem about this kind of recently, but we were just talking this past year. <laughs> a poem. No, but I was at like my most depressed this year. Um, yeah. And I actually became the most okay with my body because, yes. because I was like trying not to die. Right. And so I, and <laughs> then also true. I knew that like I looked fine, like someone could fancy me. You know, right. I could it's, be likable, <laughs> and I didn't need to be. I told one of my friends that's a model. I said, "You are professionally pretty. I am. I, I am recreationally <laughs> pretty, but I don't need to be professionally beautiful." Right. And um, actually, but you are. I mean, this is the thing. It's like so. But that's 
Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's so silly. Like, everything is silly. I always look at it and I'm like, everyone ain't shit. Like, mm. you know, like everyone mm-hmm. who you think is shit, the shit, like, they ain't. Yeah. It's just that simple. And um, I, body positivity is always going to be a growing thing for me. Like, you mm-hmm. have to. If you're not what they project you to be, then you have to sit there and face the music of, like, what does that mean to me? Do I care enough to stand up and, like, come up for myself every day and show up yeah. and be happy to be. Like, mm-hmm. it's so hard some days. And then other days you're like, yeah, this looks great. Like, and it's it's fine, though. And Isn't that's, like, a part of the, the process. How, like, it really could be, like, a day-to-day. Because today I'm wearing, like, biker shorts, which athleisure wears. But they're so, so not cute. me. But they're so cute. I know. But, like, it's just, I don't, I can't describe it to you. It's just it's not It's just me. not what you do. It's okay. just weird. But I've just been kind of feeling, like, bleh. Yeah. I just... I don't know. I think my body's responding to stress by just, like, holding in yeah. all my food and just kind of – I just feel – I just don't feel like myself right now. Like you're now. in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Um, but how, like – and then some days, like, maybe tomorrow, I just might be, like, feeling myself. And I – if you showed me a picture, I look right, the same. Right. You're the same. It's the same. But it's just the psychology of it. It is. And so that's my job is literally to find their peak and, yeah. like, dress them for that. And, like, and, and make them that way. Do you often – Okay, so do you have an example of, like, you found someone at their peak? Like, you knew, like, you need this cheetah print, then a <laughs> You're And they're like, no. Like, what, <laughs> I, what, how have you, like, pushed people? Because so, I'm sure it's yeah. not comfortable at first. No, and the other thing is it's when you establish rapport. Like, so if I came into a shoot and a set and I brought a whole slew of vintage – Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is look one, two, three, and four. And let's say, like, they personally, like, I didn't know they were thinking of this, but they hated look three and, like, look one through, you know, one, two, and four. Mm. But they were dreading look three. Well, when you're on set, it feels like, or you're on a shoot, you know, those first couple ones, they're, like, getting into it and they feel mm-hmm. good. And then all of a sudden, they're comfortable enough with you mm-hmm. to be like, I'm a person. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what I do and don't like, which is completely true. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I'm like, just trust me. Like, let's just play a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. please do this. Because, you know, um, some models are like, well, I'm not allowed to have an opinion on the model. I've just put in whatever you have. Yep. Which is, like, semi-true. I will make you put on this outfit because yeah. I think it's going to be great. But I also want you to feel comfortable, too, and excited. Yeah. So it's this fine balance between, like, yes, um, uh, like, this one time we were doing this um, shoot. It was a 14-hour day. It was Joelle and I. Um, and amazing I'll give you all the names of them they're amazing so Piper yeah. and Lou and I mean and we had this model um, and she was amazing all day and it was like hour 12 so Good we had we had really understood each other at that point in time yeah. so she can tell me whatever the hell she wants to tell me right yeah so I it's a Bowie shoot and it was supposed to be Bowie inspired so mm-hmm. I had a sequin jumpsuit from top to bottom but it was like it was like a clown suit almost because I put this like Victorian iridescent ruffle collar on her okay and I was like this is Bowie and I was like this looks like Bowie but at that point we had established a friendship through Mm -hmm. the day and she was like please don't please don't make me do this (laughs) I like looked at her and I was like Sarah you're beautiful you're gonna be great and she was like no I'm so hot and I'm so tired but she was she's super professional so she just had a human moment and her and I like looked at each other and died laughing and I was like I'm gonna make you do it and so I did it anyway and I um I think that it's funny because sometimes when you force people into something, um, even though it's like their job to look great and everything, mm. there's just an energy to it when they feel comfortable. So it's mm. like you have to really find that balance between like, okay, 
what else can I do that will match the shoot that will mm-hmm. feel great but make every person like feel good too so mm-hmm. it's sometimes you have to push people sometimes you have to be like okay pull back new look because yeah. there are times that you're like all right she ain't moving right like that's not right for her so you have so there are some times where you just kind of have to go oh and that doesn't work yep let's move on yeah. sometimes you get a great shot from it and that's wonderful you get just one yeah um but the rest of them don't feel right and so you just have to be like open to it at that point in time in the day it, like we had to get that shot and mm-hmm. i think we did at some point um and i want to reuse those pieces because i was excited about those pieces mm-hmm. and that's the other thing um but yeah i mean she's she's amazing she looked great and even though she was like this is itchy I'm like you know but I don't want to yeah and I feel just like grateful that she even put it on like she was like please please she did it she did her job she's like such a champion um but yeah there's it's a fine line there's a delicate balance between them so okay saying that I was I okay so you got your start styling because one person was was like like, don't say no you can do this Joelle reached out so how does that work now? Is it mostly friends contacting you, or have you got some random people? I've gotten some random people, and I've gotten some That's amazing so gigs. Cool. Like I had um, just recently. Um, so, so recently, I had this social media agency, creative, or um, so sorry, Campfire Social. They are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, they do social for larger entities. So I just got to work for Shops at Buckhead as their on-site oh, wow. stylist for the day. And they just like were like, hey, we're going to give you a fee. I need you to like step up when they don't have stuff and then like also step back when they do have a look. What mm-hmm. I mean by that is we um, we did looks for like Billy Reed. We did looks for – we had the chance to work with Dior, right? So Billy Shut Reed up. had like a full-on look ready. Everything mm-hmm. was photographed. They had exactly what outfits they want picked out for that brand. Mm-hmm. And I just had to be like, yes, let me take those things, make sure nothing gets snagged, and be perfect, and yes. return it perfectly. That was my job with Billy Reed. However, mm-hmm. when Dior came along, they gave us two bags and they said, do whatever you want. Ugh. So then I had to step up and be like, here's the vintage, here's the accessories, here's what looks good, and then here's the shot. So I had to do that that day. And so these types of moments have been like growing for me and it's I've been able to practice different things. Like normally with Joelle, I have like two to four looks solid that mm-hmm. for every person. I bring like at least three to four other ones just to have as like options. Yes. Um, but with these things, like you just never know what you're going to do. And I've gotten like small, um, you know, corporate gigs or this mm-hmm. like here and there. How, what does a corporate gig look like? So that's more ads or um, okay. campaigns like uh yeah and so those things are usually where the money is mm. all of the ones that i have done um I, I worked for probably around like six months with or no four months without getting like anything it was just mm-hmm. you do it you show people you show up and like you do it <laughs> like there's no questions asked like mm-hmm. you know the feeling like yeah you ask for what you can and all the help you can get um but for the most part you're like this is the investment this mm-hmm. is me putting something into something that i believe in mm-hmm so it was that for a while, but recently people have been like, all right, here's a couple and here's what we're going to do. Can yeah. you do it? And mm-hmm. so I can still say yes or no. I've been good at saying no recently to like um, certain things that I can't because I have my nine to five. I have a part time on top of that. And then on the weekends I do styling. So so the weekends is styling. Yes. Good grief. Yeah. And then when do you have time to find these pieces? Right. That's the hardest part right now because okay. I used to do that all through the week. Mm-hmm. In the mornings, like, I'd go and drive, like, hours to go find new little, little thrift shops and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But right now, I just have to hit my main places and pray to the thrift gods that everything goes okay. Do you ever do anything online? 
I feel like that would be not hard. really not really I, I don't really do it's that. really hard for unless me. unless I have something that like I know already that I really mm-hmm. I, I'll like I'll reorder something right but I don't yeah a lot of the time I have to resort to online um for accessories just because yeah um yeah it's but at the same time it's like I really value slow fashion and supporting small brand and Mm -hmm. small batch well those things when you support they're expensive because I know they're handmade and I know Mm -hmm. the so like my accessory kit is growing slowly but it's an investment for me like I have to really put out a lot to get back but I can also like you know then they have a picture with their earrings and something that's beautiful and like shot by a professional photographer so those things matter to me and it's um I do a lot of just like go and source like Mm -hmm. locally okay yeah it's hard for me to get and also people come in and they're like I need you in a week and a half can you do it and sometimes I can say yes and sometimes I can say no but so what happens with like let's say a photographer for an editorial Mm -hmm. reaches out I think like the first thing I saw I'm gonna have her eventually Rebecca Robles love her I love her Right? Wonderful. She's so... In, I so, think Ren Adkins is the one who reached out to me. She was the photographer for that one. Oh, was she? She's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what was it? Was it just kind of like, hey, we want some... There's an actor in the area. We want some pictures. Yep. And then you just like looked at her face and you were like, I want this really cool... What was it? That orange yep. dress with mm-hmm. the purple? Yeah. So, did you just... Did she say anything or did you just go... I showed up and I had all the stuff laid out. I just... Damn. Yeah. And I was like, let's do it. And that Damn. was it. Yeah, but that's so, the thing. You, they ask you for it. They send you maybe a little, like, mood board here and there. Mm-hmm. The photographer usually does. They'll say, this is the day, the time, the the vibe, and can you do it? Mm-hmm. And you just okay. run. Have you ever shown up and then they were just like, the photographer, whoever was in charge, is just like, no, no what it. else do you have? And then you're <laughs> like, that's it? Not yet. Oh, gosh. Um, I think that I'm still in this really fun place where it's like, they haven't paid me enough to be able to do that to me yet. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so I'm still starting out. And you're out. still kind of doing them a favor? Yes. Well, yeah. um, or not a favor, just like we're collaborating and what you get is what we can do together that day. Mm-hmm. And if you want to invest in like major budget, I'd mm-hmm. love to be super granular and specific with you. I just can't all the time mm-hmm. when we don't have a large budget or we don't have a budget at all. Like, it's yeah. just like, um, for the most part, people have been really gracious and understanding of like my, what I'm trying to do and, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not always about like me personally. So do you ever just do styling or is it always vintage somehow? Um, I have gone into one friend's closet and just like picked out the things that I'm like, you can part ways with this now. This mm. is no longer what you need. Or like I can pull things that I'm like, what are your favorite four things in your closet? And I've reinvented a look for them with those things. So they have Mm -hmm. new ideas of what to wear. So, and that's usually not with vintage. Mm -hmm. Or I'll have like an idea, be like, okay, you have this shirt and that, you know, like scarf. Mm -hmm. I have pants that work with that and that is vintage. So for the most part, I do work vintage and I do work slow fashion um, Mm -hmm. and sustainable. But there are times like I'll have to get um, some kind of something from Amazon, like yeah. an accessory or something mm-hmm. fast. Yeah. So not often though. A lot of my stuff is pretty much. Yeah. Which I think thrifted. is. Um, what is. I want to ask you questions. I feel like my voice is like so no, obnoxious. But see, I keep, even in interviews, I'll hear myself kind of like butt in and I'm like, why are you doing this? No, we really? can talk about me. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know. They, I'm, I'm wanting to talk to them. I try hmm. to, like, give and, like, take back because that was something, like, with Madeline is because Madeline was, like, really open during the interview. Right. But that was also, this is kind of funny, but I learned kind of in college that if you want someone to open up, it's kind of like an emotional striptease. Like, I'll show oh. you a little bit. And, and then, then everyone's like, oh, bit. her shirt is off. I feel uncomfortable. So they're like, they take off <laughs> their shirt. Because if I'm, like, butt naked, then they're like, well, I have to be naked. Because now this is weird. Because if it's two naked people, then it's... Right, then it's fine. Then it's fine. That's life. Okay. But if it's one naked person and a fully dressed person, <laughs> then they're a pervert. <laughs> So that's how okay. I learned how to make friends. Make friends and podcasts. <laughs> oh my god, you're so cute. Like you are seriously sweet. Um, Anytime you want to come over and chat. I am down for that. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody I'm meeting though is moving. Not moving out of Atlanta. Just moving. Yeah. It's a transition time. I feel it too. Yeah. Everyone's like, let's take the next step. I think that, okay, so one thing I didn't realize when I started these interviews, because Madeline connected me with Joelle, Joelle connected me with Corey, and then I knew of you through Joelle, Mm -hmm. and, um... And so, like, everyone's kind of... And then I realized that all Honestly, of y'all Joelle are... Honestly, Joelle is, like, number one. Yeah, but all of y'all are friends. Yeah. I, I I feel like there's, like, this Atlanta cool girl squad. No, listen. The second you say that, it's, like, it's just not what it is. It's, it's well, this no, weird, like... Not clicky, but just all these amazing creatives who I was seeing separately. Then there was, like, a picture of, like, like all of y'all, like, river hanging out at a bar. Fun. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, they're all friends. It's not a click. It's just amazing. Thank you. I really, yeah, I think you got to stick together. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm at this point where it's like I have this nine to five and I have this like dream. Um, And at some point you have to jump. Yeah. And it's like. Are you going to be doing that anytime soon? I think so. I think so. So I'm going to try come January to really just, because when I was doing Coco and Misha, I had just started. I just figured out like what do I want to do and I, mm. you know now I'm like really in this the thick of it mm-hmm. it's been really fun yeah and I want to like really go for it and mm-hmm. I wasn't investing fully in my brand because I had like other brands to take care of mm-hmm. I really loved Coco and Misha and I wanted to like sustain that and like be there and present I wasn't just gonna collect a check I wanted to help every person that came through yeah you know so like it mattered to me um but now I matter to me like more than anything else that I've done I'm like I deserve to focus on what I want at this point what you want to make now yeah and so it's funny because um one person leads you to another fun person to another fun person and then you're Mm -hmm. all of a sudden like you're really fun but also wow look how talented you are yeah and it's really cool to see all these amazing women step up and just crush it it's yeah. it's really cool and so there's no way to not be attracted to that kind of energy yeah and um especially people who have like totally let go and just let it be mm-hmm. like you know Corey and joelle and, and madeline these all are women that at some point made that switch so they're a step ahead of me like i'm 26 um and it doesn't matter age but they career-wise have let go yes you know and done that and mm-hmm. so i'm still like dancing on that line i'm like straddling two worlds and mm-hmm. i'll get there but it's in my own time and i think everyone goes through this like okay it's it's time yeah d-day it's like ready to go for it and we have to figure it out so and i think having people there that have done that before and people that have forged that frontier even though it will be a totally different story for Mm -hmm. each one like that connects women really fast yeah yeah so i think it's it's funny because i like i moved to atlanta 
a year and a half ago now. Really? Yeah. So I'm like Damn. a Gwinnett girl. Like I'm born in New Jersey, but raised in Gwinnett County, eight years old on. And then I moved a year ago. Why did, I, why did you move here? Because I love Atlanta. That's amazing. Yeah. And I was like, I've got to be in a city and I'm sick of like not being, I, I was done with the suburbs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like Atlanta fits you so well. I love Atlanta. She's my beauty. She's isn't, my queen. Isn't she? I, I mean, I, I love feel her. Like I'm Affordable, trying, fun, I'm I know. exciting. And it's, and it's like, it's got the creative people. Mm -hmm. And then also, um, like, I wrote about this um, once I released the Corey episode um, tonight. So exciting. Yeah, it's, it's like. Corey's so awesome. It's such a, I'm like, she was in the, the trenches with us for that 14 day or 14 hour day. She, she was so cool. She's a, she's so cool. She's a star, she honestly. Is. She really is. Um, but right, we talked about how small Atlanta was. It's so small. It's so small. And then the next day we both were at Muchacho. And you're like, hey. And I was just like. <laughs> it's so cool. Like, and also like we had just like, we just met completely. It was kind of like a one night stand completely. of like completely showing our hearts <laughs> to each other. And then we run into each other of everyone else with other people getting coffee. And it was kind of this like, Oh, hello. Cheers to you. Hello. And then she was kind of like, oh, Rebecca interviewed me yesterday. And her friend was like, cool. Then both of us were like, we also talked about our mental health diagnoses <laughs> and like family problems. Yeah. And like, like we went deep. deep. But then that's it. It's, it's a part of the art. It's, it's right mm -hmm. there, though. You know, Atlanta's everyone's like on top of each other. Mm -hmm. And I really, it's. I like it. I think. I do too. And it's funny. It's like we think it's small, like, but we're all in the same vein. We're all trying to chase this like amazing creative lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And it's it's available to us here in Atlanta and yeah. we can do it. And there is room for it all. Like we can, we can do it. And yeah. that's why it's like, it feels really nice right now. I really hope that at some point, like we all get to where we need to be. And yeah, that, yeah it makes us all happy. Yeah. And I think like, I mean, you're in this beautiful I, I mean, it's not, I'm sure there's so many things money-wise you need. Like you right. just said, you had to sell off some of your, yeah. your clothes recently. My to AC pay broke and like, AC. <laughs> so it's not like, oh, it's so cheap, but like you wouldn't be able to afford this in New York. Oh, never in a million years. You know? And that's the thing. I hear some people say like, oh, Atlanta's so like, I'm done with Atlanta. I've like milked it for all it's worth. And it like pains me. Mm. I'm like, you brat, like this is an amazing culture. Like, and, and if you feel that way, then I, I don't know. I just feel like Atlanta is a place where you can really do something for yourself. Yeah. You can be young. You can be broke, honestly, yep. and still do enough to show and put in work, like, and do, do a good job. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if this is my forever home, but I don't but think hell, I'll it's ever... fun now. Yeah. And it, it's like, I I'm, I feel really lucky that I've been able to look back. I've lived in Nashville, Chicago, London. Wow. Yeah, I've moved a lot. Hey. Moved a lot. Nashville, I kind of left with a little bit of a, a tangy taste in my mouth. But besides that, <laughs> I always was kind of like, wow. Have you spent much time there? A um, couple weekends. Okay, cool. It's a good place for a weekend. Right. Um, so you've talked about wanting to get into like film and tv and stuff too i do but do you know anyone on that side i do it's just this is the thing with film is like you have to know somebody to get in and it's also when you have someone good in film so i've got a couple great women that are there okay awesome. um but the reason i feel like i can't jump in yet is mm -hmm. because yes they see my work they know that it like matters to me so they know it would work 
But you have to take time to teach somebody. Yeah. And so when you're on set, it's a totally different world than being at a shoot or being mm-hmm. in theater. Like, it's just, I've never done film. No. And so I feel like when you put your name to somebody um, and it's their first time, like, you will have mistakes with somebody. And mm-hmm. I will make mistakes. But I also, it's worth it to me to get through that hard time. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody has to sit there and teach you. And so I feel like it's this moment of, like, we are going too fast right now. And the girls that are really good, that I do know really well, mm-hmm. they're moving so fast because... Mm-hmm. everyone knows that they're talented and wants them on projects but it's like once you're on a project together with one person film is like that's your group it's your family it's your family and it's your pack and that's that and so yeah to to get in is the hardest part and um you know I always say this like people if you're my friends and like listening to this like I always said I, I met this one girl who was like yeah I do set design now it's like how did you do that and she was like literally my my brothers plumber broke his leg and this Uh and then you know all and I was like you're kidding me I've been sitting here emailing and texting and meeting up for coffee with and it's just hard I can't Mm -hmm. get in even though I have like this portfolio that I feel like not a lot of people have when they first start in wardrobe on on film I just can't yeah but I feel like your stuff is so specialized that it's it's hard to see not too specialized no but I'm just saying like you need to work on like something different maybe beautiful you know so I that's the other thing I've heard is they're like well it's not all like roses yeah you're gonna have to run to like places that I don't like agree with air quotes like you know morally like Like, H&M and go and buy buy four of the same things and like that's what that person will have to wear when they get ripped apart and like Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff so I understand what they're com- what they're saying, where they're yeah. coming from. And maybe it's like the universe's way of saying, like, you need to forge your own place instead of film. But I still would like money for the thing that I love to do. And money so that's the hard thing. It's like, I like that. I like money. I'm motivated by money. But mm-hmm. sometimes she's got to be broke. Yeah. And I've done it before and I can do it again. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> that's the thing yeah. is, um, my, my family has an accountant and... Uh, or like you know my parents yeah. and they said to send over like what I was living off of in Chicago and I was like okay like send over my whatever little bill thingies and he like looked at it and he was like doing my taxes and he called my dad and he was like he was like David I was sad <laughs> your little girl yeah, and, broke joke and, and my dad was like are you okay and I literally was like yeah dad I'm fine like I used my tip money to buy my Aldi's yes. and I pay my rent, and I ride my bike everywhere. Yeah. And I just would go to the theater. I used my money for theater tickets, and usually I could get the industry discount. And so I, I, I was eating, yep. and I saw theater. That's all you got to do. So I was like, yeah, that's it. So it's like, I, I feel like in like three years or something, we'll be like listening back or whatever, or someone's going to be listening. And it's going to be like so apparent that whatever it is, that you're going to be, like, keep doing for, like, the money. Because right. Right, right now you're working on stuff you're proud of. Right. Just such an amazing way to start. It's a privilege to start that way. Yeah, right? You know what I mean? Like, people are, like, you usually have to, like, PA and, like, mm-hmm. do all of that and then work yourself up. And then even then, the projects you work on 90% of the time are not going to be things you like. And yeah. I have started in a place that I say yes to all the projects I love. Mm-hmm. And it has been so fun. And yeah. it's a complete privilege. Yeah. So I'm not, like, blind to that either. No, you know but, what I mean? It's yeah, like, it, but, like, I think it'll just be apparent. It's just not the right place. Right, the fit. Yeah. Place. And, I mean, like, back to, I don't remember if we were, the mic was on. I, I probably talked about it enough. 
But like New York mm-hmm. showcase didn't work. Mm-hmm. LA didn't work. I could have gone. Right. Could have gone and hustled, hustled. I don't think my depression would have gotten any better. Stop. But, um, no, I'm like serious. Atlanta has been. I think that's why I'm always going to be such a big fan. Like, if I, you in. if I ever move, I'm just going to like get a, like a big Atlanta T-shirt and be yeah. like Atlanta. But um, <laughs> but I, what was I going to say? Oh wait, yeah. Community so what or? I what I wanted mm-hmm. didn't happen. But then Atlanta was what I needed. Oh. And, like, looking back is like, oh, this is what I needed. That's you know? so sweet. And so it's just kind of like the doors that we're at first knocking on. Because I remember, like, a year ago, I was like, if I can't get an agent from Showcase, like, that's worst case scenario. And that's not going to happen. Right. And then that is exactly what happened. <laughs> and that was – and I was just like, I just need to sign from one of those big cities and then I'll know. Oh, I wish I could send this to baby Rebecca a year ago. I know. Oh, my gosh. Package so it up much, and send it back. So much would be fixed. But um, but I also am glad because I was just thinking that won't happen. That I literally wouldn't be able to handle it. Almost didn't be able to handle it. But then if I would have gotten what I wanted, I would have like not been here talking to you. Right. And that's that's all of it. And I feel like maybe the no's keep happening, even from people that I'm like, but why not? Yes. yes. But why not? But it's happening for, I think it's like pushing me into this, you are too, like, I think that I have great creative energy and I feel like mm-hmm. I'm good at like doing that, but I'm bad at managing myself. Like, yeah. there are certain moments that I'm like, this is admin that I am such a space cadet that I'm really bad at. Like things. Like what? Like updating things or. Um, like your website. Yeah, or website or like, how do I explain it? Like. Somebody being like, this is your schedule today. You need to be here, here, and here. I'm super mm. accountable, so I'll be there. I'll be there at all those times you need me, and I'll have all my shit together, Yes, and I'm ready. But it's like for somebody to be like, instead of doing this job that makes you money, you should spend two hours of your day-to-day going into source. Yeah. Because you have two hours that you don't think you have, but you do. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody were to tell me that, I'd be like, you're right. I'm going to do that. Yeah. And like I'll be like, yeah, I'll do that. But like... <laughs> So it's funny, like, my mom, when I was younger, like, I told you I was, like, doing all those plays and musical theater, she was, like, a softball sports person. But then I came out, like, tapping and singing, and she was, like, great. And then, but she was such a good stage mom for me. Like, she would let me be, but she would also Mm. be, like, this is where we need to be. And she wouldn't push, but she would always be, like, this is how we do. Yeah, she'd manage me. And I am always my most, like, my best self when I'm the busiest and Mm -hmm. when I'm doing when I have a schedule like mm-hmm. somebody has to tell me where to be and and I can be there for you and show up exactly how you need me to be yeah but I I'm just so bad at that kind of stuff so I feel like there are moments that I like with this film thing I feel like they're saying no mm-hmm. and I feel like it's the universe being like you need to figure out how to manage yourself and do your own thing yeah and stop waiting for people to tell you where to be and how to do it yep and so I feel like I just need to try and that's why I'm like in January I'm like maybe I'll save up enough yeah. To have enough fuck you money to be like. <laughs> well, and, I mean, that's something that Madeline said that she was doing Buffalo Exchange. Mm. And then she got to a point where she had like a certain amount of followers. Because uh-huh. for her, like followers, that's the job. That's the job. And I think like her followers like doubled in a year. Wow. Because she, or close. She's uh, amazing. Don't quote me. She's amazing. But also she, I think part of it is it's kind of like it's lighting a fire under your butt yeah because you don't have another option you don't so you better make this happen right you know and also I think people can see someone walking out in faith right you know of going like okay I think this is where I'm supposed to be um 
So that's the other thing is like I always was afraid that because we were like financially not like in the best place. Yeah. I was like I am personally responsible for being a career woman who has a shit ton of money and like mm-hmm. going to get the money for my family. Like this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I've always been like kind of like stuck on that and still to this day like struggle with the fact that maybe I'm not going to be that until like later down the road. Yeah. If I put the time in. Um, but like my parents both. It's so funny. My mom is like the only mom in all of the history of moms that like she was like please stay with musical theater i was oh, like what really she was like it's my favorite thing for you you're this like the happiest when you're doing and like oh. it's funny because you know but like she didn't know the styling at that point in time that was when i had just left musical theater well, yeah but like the money didn't matter to her and that was like eye-opening for me and then like i've morphed into the styling thing my dad looked at me the other day and he was like when are you gonna let go when are you gonna do it when are you gonna fall and do it Wow. And I like, I, my mind was blown. Cause I, they're always like super supportive. I've never had that problem. Yeah. They are shocked sometimes at like the amount of um, modesty that I lack. Like, uh, like they're yeah. always like, oh, great. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> There's that. Seen that before, but you were like a baby. <laughs> like, so, I love that. Yeah. So sometimes they like that shocks them. Like shock them. Gotta keep shocking them. Um, keep them on their toes. Yeah. But like as far as things that I was concerned with, like my responsibility to my family, to my friends, to mm. my partner down the line, like that always to me felt financial. And now recently I've like switched because I've had this like nine to five and I've had the security and I'm still in the the want mode. I still yeah. want things. So I'm like. If I want now and I want when I'm broke, I'll always want. That's what that means to me. So I feel like I'm just going to hustle and, like, do what I need to do to be successful in a way that, like, makes me happy. Mm -hmm. So, but I've had to do all of these things. Like, I've had this advice given to me from artists that have already done this path, taken it, and, like, took the leap. Yeah. I wanted to feel like I took the leap. So I feel like I'm working my way there. Yeah. And it's been really cool to see, like, people in different phases. Yeah. That's amazing. I still have support. I, um... Because I do, I strongly believe in that. I There's, but mm, there is the thing with, like, Elizabeth Gilbert talking about, like, we don't all need to be the starving artist to be an artist. Right. But at the same there time. Is there, there is that. There is that. But then also, there is a, I mean, I think if but she I'm was But I'm sure there's this, a little bit of a starve in everyone's story who's exactly. an artist. I'm sorry. No, no, like, no, no. there has and, to be. You have to start. Also, yeah, and I think if she was in this room now, she'd also, the, the thing that she'd be, pointing out in her when she was our age is also all the star I think maybe maybe not forever forever but also like I think in the beginning there has to be a little bit of starve because there has to be that hunger and that moxie to like get through it and like be like this is what I created with nothing see what I can do with something yeah my mom has said she's not in the creative industry but she said I look back on what I did in my 20s how ambitious and how like I can handle it and she's just like Wow. What the? Yeah. What, what the what, heck? Well, she, she was like, that was so hard. But when you're in your 20s, you're just like, okay, got to do it. Can do it. Yeah. And then I think maybe in X amount of years, we'll look back and we're like, wow. What? I really went for it. Yeah. yeah. Like, like we they will accomplish then what we can maybe build on later. But like looking at how hard we had to work. Not even like, oh, that was dumb in our 20s. But like. Thank you, 20-year-old Gabriella, for or, good grief living off of peanut butter. Right. Um, or whatever. <laughs> Thank you for sticking it out. Yeah. So that I can pay someone to clean my house yes. every week. 
<laughs> one day maybe yeah. <laughs> like so oh. excited for those days but I mean but I think like you you take this risk like coming into my home like yeah you know spending your time you've had no time to yourself and like I just I admire that kind of stuff because like we're all doing it we're all yeah. trying mm-hmm. we're trying Right. And we're going to get there. I know. And it's, I think, also interesting talking to some of the people that, like, have made that leap is that they're not sitting back because they, they can't. They can't. The second you sit back is the second that you won't be able to pay rent. Yeah. And it's like you have to keep going. You have to. And Joelle is, I think, maybe out of all of the interviewers so far that she's, like, she's, I mean. She's getting. She's, like, on a roll. Yeah. But guess what? Every time I check my phone, it's like she's in L.A now she's now right. she's back now she's in nashville right now she's not and now she's flying here and there so like yes people might go oh i wish i could like a photographer might be going oh i wish i could be doing what she's doing but she's not just sitting there looking at everything she's done i heard this amazing quote recently about like an influencer and she's kind of caroline calloway have you heard about that um no i'm sorry I don't, no it's fine i'm obsessed with it it's like a hot shit show where she's like, it's, sorry, it's just very interesting. But a really interesting article was written about her where she, like, broke off a, a book deal, then was going to do a creativity tour of educational talkbacks with her fans, which was pretty much a meet and greet. Yeah, and then she canceled them. Mm. Like, it's, and, yeah, so, and she's always talking very nostalgically about how everyone's coming for her. But this article about her said, this is our generation where we don't actually want to write the book. We want to be in an interview talking about the book. <laughs> One, two, skip a few. Yeah. Yeah. You, you want to be able to reflect back how, like, you don't actually want to go through the process of getting in character for this film and you have to, like, gain 15 pounds and then you learn the Boston accent and yeah. then you, you, you don't want to do that. You just want to be on Jimmy Fallon. Talking about how great a, you were at doing it. Yeah, like a cute little anecdote of like, <laughs> and then I was late to set. You know, like yeah. <laughs> everybody wants to ride the accomplishment without actually. Putting in the time and the work. Putting in the time the and the sweat. work. It's and like a lot of sweat. The time and the sweat is the, if you can't enjoy the time and the sweat, then you're kind of screwed. So that's the other thing is like some people don't admire it. And you have to be okay with that. Yeah. Like some people are like, oh, look at you and your cute little like passion mm. that's not going to get you where you need to go and mm -hmm. like I think I was so devoted to like you're right I don't have money for this I don't have health care yet and, you know like mm -hmm. all those things were so limiting but at some point you got to be like wow I don't care yeah like, like that's and people are gonna you know older people are gonna say it to you and then people your age who have like full-on career mm -hmm. you know already and, like, managing teams and a house a and, girl like, my that. age bought a house right. recently I got a lot of those I don't know what's going on. I mean, lots of marriages happening, lots of babies, babies. happening, houses happening, and I'm like, I'm gonna make this styling work. <laughs> so I have so many great shirts. Right, it's ridiculous. I'm like you'd be excited for them. <laughs> like that's that's okay. It's like, but being okay with that. I mean, it took me a long time to be okay with it. Yeah. I I think I I am okay with it. Just when I realized if someone was like, Hey, do you want me to hand you? the 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 keys to the house and then this and this but you have to stop doing what you love and then I was like oh heck no right I actually don't want that at all oh yeah okay so wait I want to circle back to the vintage styling because I find it so fascinating thank you mm. 
but I don't know what I want to say about it. I mean, what is there to say? What is it? No, because, like, that's, I don't I'm know. I'm joking. I'm joking. No. Um, oh. Make you, have you have you run out of space for all your clothes yet? Yes, as you can see. Yeah. <laughs> like, so. I'm looking at, like, two rows of hangers on top of each other. Right. And then you've got, like, some boxes. Yeah. Because like, she's moving. That's yes. why. So, so is, there I, a, is there a method to the madness? No. This is the cleanest my room has been in six months. Okay. Um, my my next move, I'm trying to scale down. Okay. So what I mean by that is I'm going to try to get a storage unit where I can have people come in and pick things that they want to, like, try on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can also, if I have a shoot, I can go to the unit. I can pull the things that I want and just have those in there for a week because yeah. I am not good at balancing, like, you know with this profession it's like if somebody calls you and needs you in a week and it's a huge opportunity you want stuff that's a size anywhere from zero to two x like and you you know what I mean like and you want that then and there and ready to go just in case and so it's just you have to make do and it's been so hard I mean you see all the hangers that I have and it, it gets even worse like for um for shoots I'll have like piles on every single section. Like everything that's a flat surface will have clothing on it. Yes. Yeah. And you just have to like live with the clutter and I'm sick of it. And Does Chris it, was like, please, please, please don't bring the clothes. He was like, no, he was like, you can bring them, but like have a place for them. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. And so he knows it's what I love. Um, he's super supportive about it, but there are some times that he comes in here and he's like, honey, I'm overwhelmed with the clutter. Like yeah. it's really hard like, for me. Do you get overstimulated? me nah (laughs) I mean like I'm I'm this feels really nice so when I see this I'm like oh this This is and this isn't even like some other people's like version of like clean of like not this is my mess this is okay cool no no not your mess this is like me great okay like I have all these things lining my walls like we talked about yeah Yeah. like so I'm glad that you think that because I'm really excited about the state of my room right now but like for the most part (laughs) it has shit everywhere yeah. And I just kind of live in it. Like, I mean, I, I live in the fact that I'm in vintage all the time. So I'll have like four bags just there of like folded pressed linen. Mm-hmm. And so I know it's like not bad. No. It's just clutter. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's, no, it's. That's how I'm, I'm not even messy. I'm not dirty. I'm just messy. I'm just messy. Yeah. And there's yeah. just a lot of me. Yeah. So wait, okay. How does it work with, so like you get a shoot. Mm-hmm. Do you get a budget to go buy clothes or is you're just expected to have the clothes so and they're paying you. They, what it, sh- what it should be and what it is is very different for me right mm. now. Like I said, when you first start, I was out like 250 bucks every shoot that I did because I would go and I would source. And then yeah. that's not including payment for my time. Usually when I, like now that I'm getting more and more gigs, like they pay me enough to usually cover half the cost of the vintage that I usually buy. Okay. So I'm not being paid yet, okay. but they. I, I'm just appreciative of the fact that I have it somewhat covered. Yeah. It is so nice to have that, and mm-hmm. like it's a luxury there too. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple that I've been on, I had more than enough to cover cost of vintage, and okay. I had like a couple bucks for myself, which was so nice. That's and that's exciting. where I'm hoping to live in. Yes. Yeah, and so that's. Um, but yeah, it's it's hard to do that. I have my tips and tricks like that I have up my sleeve. But when you, I mean, they, they do expect you to have it. They expect yeah. you to have it. And so that's why it's like a crazy circus in here is, most of the time. Is that like regular styling as well? 
Or with regular styling, is that you reaching out to brands for things? So if you were to do more, if you're doing things that are like, oh my God, why am I blanking on the word? Um, not catalog. Why am I like blanking? Uh, no. Play- no, yeah, it is. No, it's like when um, a, it's like corporate, but for the fashion world. Why am I blanking? It doesn't matter. When somebody okay. comes um, and like wants you to do an ad, mm-hmm. um, and they work with a brand, they'll give you a budget for clothing, and mm-hmm. they'll also give you your your pay, your, money. your salary, yeah, or your base. Um, so that's like the hope, that's the aspiration. But that's mm-hmm. usually for. I keep wanting to say catalog. It's not. What is wrong with me? Um, yeah, but that's more. But yeah, but it would be like more for corporate mm-hmm. um so that's all i can say about that it's it's like when a brand comes to you they're like here are the clothes to make pretty do it and it has to be in that brand and so you don't have as much creative freedom but mm-hmm. you at least get you have that you have working with yeah they pay for the, the, the clothing mm-hmm. so if i were to work for a creative agency that does styling and they hire me as a stylist mm-hmm. they would give me that budget it wouldn't be from my pocket mm-hmm. and that is the hope for me at some point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but for right now right now they're just like you're the like we're the stylist here's the x amount of money here's do it the, and just sometimes it's something specific like bowie right but then sometimes like with rebecca's you just wanted to do some different right what 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 did what were you thinking so i try to find inspiration in of course there's like instagram there's pinterest there's all those things but like i try to find a color scheme that i'm attracted to at that point in time Mm -hmm. so i'll look at the things that i've liked i'll be like oh i've really loved these oranges and pinks and pastels together like i'm gonna do this shoot for that because it's something that i want to like it's like it needs to get out of me yeah like so i try to look at what i've been interested in Mm -hmm. over the last like month Mm -hmm. and i usually try to play with those ideas and concepts and Mm so i it basically feels like every time one of those happens it's like i can put that idea to bed I can reopen with another one so that's like how I kind of operate that's so cool yeah so just like like what you naturally like and then look at the pattern of like what like the cadence there will be a certain cadence like oh I really liked purple that month do I want to do something with purple or like you know what I mean so or like a certain type of like person like or like a wafy person who like but like with Rebecca she was so cool and fluid and she was like this kick-ass actress and um so she herself was inspiring so I knew I could put something colorful on her because she could hold it and she could carry yeah. it you know what I mean so yeah. it also depends on who you're working with you like see these models and it's it's funny because sometimes they show up to set and you're like you aren't anything like you've um, you've like shown in other commercial mm-hmm. um, oh commercial yay <laughs> I'm like why did I think of that no so like commercial pieces like somebody will come in and that's their job is to do commercial and then they, they come in, but they can give you, like, editorial face in a second. Because mm-hmm. they're so professional, but you've only seen commercial. commercial. And Joelle said that's her job a lot of the time is pull sexy or, like, pull, like, these amazing fun things yeah. out of people that are told to be, like... Shiny. Yep. Shiny and perfect. And, like, you have to pull, like, this amazing, like, energy out of them that translates to something else. Yeah. And they have it always. Like, they, these models are amazing. It's just... When they get put in this like money making box, that's where they're that's, that's their bread and butter, do. and that's their bread and butter. They have to, but they still can, and they are able to do other things, and that's yeah. where we have to pull them into. Yeah, and you just have to like allow them the space to yes. do that. It's so hard. I it's know. so hard. I know. And that's the thing with agents is sometimes they don't like. And we were talking about it with me and like forcing somebody into a Bowie unitard and like yeah, you know what I mean. It's like when you when you know what will look good, there's this fine balance of pushing them to that limit or mm-hmm. being like you know what 
you are bubbly mm -hmm. and that will read on camera and yes. we're not going to make you this edgy androgynous person you're going to be this apple pie yeah and like that's fine so i think it has to do with that person like coming to like okay does that matter to me that yeah. they don't want me for me yeah you know what i mean and then maybe you can pass on it then yeah but also get money girl yeah. you know what i mean so it's like if they want androgynous with a haircut and you need that like yeah. i am all for anyone doing what they need to do to mm -hmm. get where they want to go yeah and so like if that for them is wanting to be like themselves to the core or if they're okay with being that androgynous person like i mean we're all out here like <laughs> wait okay i have i probably need to wrap this up because mm -hmm. you know life but um i wanted to ask you what was like has there been a shoot that someone was like we need this and then it was the biggest like i don't know how i'm gonna pull that off you yes know? it was joelle it was joelle with yes. the bowie well uh i mean is yes. it always joelle the joelle and the bowie um i mean that was a big so yes to that one but because we only had like a week and a half like by the time that she'd given me the size of the models mm-hmm I had a week and a couple days to do that and I had a full-time job so I, I looked I like called her and I was like please tell me that this is like creative agency like I can do whatever I need to do to pull this interpretation interpretation exactly yes and she was like honey they know it's quick turnaround you just play what was this for this was for um shoes so these amazing shoes that they shipped us big boxes of stuff uh -huh. and they gave us great budget and it was really cool but that one was surprisingly not my my um, like scariest quote unquote. Yeah. Um, I did a shoot with Grace. So Grace is this amazing model, um, and Joelle reached out to me because she knew that I I dress curve, and she was mm -hmm. like, "Please do this for me." Mm -hmm. And I had done another shoot with her or a couple of shoots with her at that point in time. But I was just so excited to finally dress a curve woman and yeah. like be like, "Yes, like this is what I want." And I I hyped and I had a lot of time too yes. so that's the other thing is like sometimes you have so much time that you doubt yourself of what your original vision was yeah so I had to like really overcome that and I just kept looking at it and then ultimately I did my best work in the last two days leading up to it so I had all mm. these clothes spent way too much money on clothes yeah and then I looked at it and I was like oh this is the look and like I found it but like it's just sometimes you get in your own head and you're like if I have too much time I doubt it and then if you have not enough time you're like well I'm just gonna get creative and, and go for it and run mm -hmm. with it but fortunately Joelle is so cool and she herself has great style so mm -hmm. like if I ever falter um and some photographers aren't like this so you can't count on that as a stylist but with her I'll bring my lot and I'll show her my favorites and I'll be like what you think and mm -hmm. she can easily like just be like yes 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 let's throw this in and that mm -hmm. little throw is like a perfect combination of her and I and mm -hmm. and that's what's exciting so like with Grace's I was so with like the bright lights and she was wearing like a lot of crystal no um so Grace was the one um I'll show you her Instagram she had there was this one with like yellow and blue stripes but big orange hoops and she was like that and then she had like the big like mouth yes. necklace yes. and the boobs out and like yes. so that shoot was all grace oh my god and it was so much fun and there were some looks that i was like this just doesn't live up to grace and joelle's standards so mm. like you get in your head you just get in your head mm. and so that was like one of my first shoots with her so i was nervous to because joelle's awesome as a friend but i was like this is our business those are two different those are things. two different worlds so yeah. i just didn't want to show up under under like prepared yes and that's and the biggest thing you wouldn't it yeah, someone told me it's like it's always better with people that you know to be a little bit too professional, right? Than a little bit under, 
because the second you become too comfortable in a business setting with friends is the second that you're going to chap each other's ass yeah and I just don't want to be that person ever so you have to just have a fine line Mm -hmm. so it was just kind of like you doubting yourself and then yeah but that comes with it comes the territory of being a brand new stylist and and I also did because like again you said like with uh, with Madeline you have to hit these certain thresholds to like be like okay I I can do this right Mm -hmm. with like following and our, my business is literally people looking at what I've been doing. Yeah. So it's like I have to be focused on that. And I was looking at Joelle's stuff and I was looking at Grace's stuff and I was like, how in the world am I going to, with my little baby following, yeah. live up to these like 20K, 30K people yeah. that I'm like, oh my gosh, but you have to take yourself out of it. Because the yeah. second you start looking at numbers, you start like freaking yourself out and like yeah. all of that. So, because yeah. it's, it's like scary. I have less than a K. And if I was like, I'm going to start doing things right. once I have. Once I have. It's always once the I once have, I have game. And then I'm just kind of like, well, well, which I didn't even think because I was just kind of like, well, you know, people got somewhere by doing something. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> exactly. You know? So you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, okay. And I think that's why I'm excited to be a part of this podcast because I feel mm. like you have women that have already done the thing that I'm trying to do now. Yeah. And so you have them at the, like, you know, like you said, they're still moving forward and they're still doing big things. Yeah. But they've taken the leap. And I'm like the before. Yeah. I'm like, right. I'm like, you know, dancing on the line. I'm jam- jumping around. Yeah, but also you're doing your it. own thing. This isn't a podcast of illustrators or influencers or photographers. It's like, it's like. A mod podge. It's, it's everything. Yeah. And so this is, there isn't anyone in Atlanta that's mm-hmm. doing what you're doing? I don't know. Are there a, probably, probably. Probably. They're amazing. Okay, so wait, no. I mean, there's like Metal Romantic Vintage. She's incredible. Oh, she is. She's so she's good. So but good. she's more like like vintage shop and yeah. then styling like for her. Mm-hmm. And I think she's slowly transitioning into other things. But mm-hmm. like, I mean, there's Pearl Street Vintage. There's, I mean, all for Lou. They're amazing thrifters Thanks. and vintage people. Yeah. But I think what I'm trying to do is dress people in vintage and like yes. show them off instead of like but I, I don't know this like January I'm really considering um, my cousin said something to me she was like I love what you're doing with mm-hmm. you know styling other people she was like but I miss seeing you like I'm following you for you and yeah. she's like I see you in your stories and I love that but I need to see you in your your feed like why I come back is to see how you dress yourself how you dress like every day like all that kind of stuff as well as how you go on shoots and how you do that that's so true so I have really taken that into consideration because I've heard it from a couple people like yeah. you should put more you in your brand I was like kind of I kind of knew what I was gonna meet when I, you answered the door but I wasn't completely sure because it's like Cause who am I because I was image is like so tiny right right you don't know and like that's the thing she was like you were you for a little bit and um not that I'm not me it's just my my goal is to dress others so I was like yeah I gotta put others out there Mm -hmm. but she was like no people want to know how you are to work with and how you are to be and and those things are important just as much as like how you make other people look and then also like you're putting a little bit of yourself on everyone yes so if they're seeing oh I really like like that that's sweet yeah that's sweet Thank you. Yeah, that's what they're wanting is like, a li- so if they're seeing you, they know that you're not going to, you're not going to put someone in this great jumpsuit with these great earrings and the lipstick, mm. but, but there might be a, pe- there, I'm sure they'll start seeing like a consistent yeah. through line. 
just mixing it in. I think would I think be so really too. cool. I think so too. And I feel like it, it's easier to create content with it's just me because, mm-hmm. you know, with these shoots, like Joelle orchestrates and, and Mariana, they, they all orchestrate these huge, mm-hmm. like, and Ren, like all these amazing photographers have so much on their plates, like every single one of them. Mm-hmm. They have to get their look boards together, their people together, their crew, their hair, the makeup, the, the, the stylist, everything, and make the sh- shot look great and edit at the end and yeah. send the right, you know, there's a lot of pressure on that and I feel like those are amazing opportunities for my book and building but as far as like everyday content that I can create for myself I'm excited and looking forward to doing because also not revealing your secrets of being like at this thrift shop doing this thing but (laughs) showing the behind the scenes of like here is my storage shed yes and everyone's like Dang. Yeah, or like here is a shirt that I chose over this shirt, and here is why. Like mm. those things, I think are important too. And like, like what do I look for in a piece when I'm pulling, and what is my after lot? Like all of those things, I want to do. Yeah, or even um, have you ever? What's her name? No, it's not that. I don't know. Trini, Trini Woodall. <gasps> Let me see. Send her. Send her to me. <laughs> she's insane. She's a British stylist, and she's like, all right, so we have a shirt, <laughs> but I didn't like the collar. So I cut it off with scissors, and then I have the belt backwards, and I'm I've taken out the strap of these shoes and put it with a leather, lovely leather pump, and she's just cutting apart her clothes, and it's so weird. But, but it you're looks saying incredible. it looks incredible. But also, I'm seeing how she does it, and I feel like you're talking about I'm just throwing stuff out, but like curvy girls in vintage. I think a lot of girls not only need you to dress them, but if you could be like, hey guys. This is how you do it for you. Yeah, yes. That would be helpful. That would be so helpful because yeah. not every single girl is, you know, going to be like a model or in Atlanta or going to have easy access to you. Right. They're just not represented. They're underrepresented. No. So, yeah, I think the same thing. So I'm looking forward to this next year, what totally. it means for what I want to do, how I want to present myself. And I've been, oh my God, I've been um, like a chronic oversharer and over like, you know, from mm-hmm. sixth grade on just happy with the attention but it's this balance of like now I'm actually like wanting to pull it back Mm -hmm. but also I want a brand that feels like me and I don't want to be just dressing other people I want to be a part of my brand too yeah and because it's my brand I feel like I can choose that so you'll see that more in the next couple months yeah I'm gonna try yeah that's exciting yeah hey thank you so much for letting me into your home I love this seriously thank you so much I did this is like why I pushed through These, these are like these make me so happy. <laughs> you are really good. You make me feel so comfortable. Thanks. And like I can tell you things without feeling like like I'm in this weird like trap of like, yeah, you know like, what I mean? Just trying to impress me the yeah, whole Yeah, I don't feel like I need to. I Of course, I of course I want to impress you no, no, all no. the time. No, but you know but what I like, mean? <laughs> but it's not just kind of like, well, all right, prove yourself. Right. I feel kind of comfortable. Like, and thank you for making this a fun and enjoyable experience. Seriously. Thanks. Thank you. I'm going to have that for you. Thank you.